I wanted to ask about the the impact of injuries. They happen. A couple of high profile injuries over the last couple of days, and and the impact that that has on the team, particularly to a guy like Matt, who was such a team leader and had uh, so much expectations. What does that do to a team when when you you have those things happen, even though they're they're they they do that you guys know they're going to happen. Yeah, that's always difficult on a team when you when you lose a good player. Um, I think morale is always, you know, is always hard. We know that we've got to respond and someone's got to step up, but, um, you know, it definitely, definitely hurts you as a team when you lose somebody like that. The other thing I was going to ask is just it's game week, getting ready for Navy. How do you feel like the guys have taken the preparation you got, the, the coaching staff has asked them to do and, and being ready for that Navy attack? Team's working. You know, the team's working. Um, it's, it's a work in progress and, just, uh, you know, day by day as we look at film and make adjustments and refine everything that we're doing, it's uh, it's uh, headed in the right direction as far as the way that we feel about it. And, you know, um, you guys all know, and I've been pretty open that I haven't faced a team like this, but there's always a little, a little uh, <clears throat> you know, worry or anxiety just because you haven't faced something like that before. But uh, I know that the, the team is – the defense is, is pumped up about being able to play football, first of all, and then play an opponent like this. All right. Let's go with uh, Jay and then Jay Catch. Jay's golfing. Are you there, Jay? Let's unmute you here. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay. Uh, hey, Coach, will the defense that – basically the scheme that you put on the field against Army and Navy, will that be a different defense than you basically play the rest of the year based on that, those opponents? Yeah, you know, um, everybody that you see play these, uh, these academy schools play something different um, from what they normally play. And so, you know, it's, it's got to be a little bit different uh, in order to stop the, stop the opponent. <laughs> And I want to ask you about that interesting defensive depth chart. Who came up with those uh, interesting names uh, that we saw on the on the defensive depth chart? Oh, um, there was Rover. What depth chart you're talking about? The one that's in the game notes. Yeah, I apologize. I haven't seen the game notes yet, but uh, you know, every everything we discuss is a as a defense, and everything goes to the head coach. So uh, that's that's probably what you're looking at. All right, Elias. I wanted to ask you in terms of uh, defending the option, kind of a follow up to earlier questions. But facing both Navy and Army back to back, does that in a way help you guys stay focused on the task at hand, knowing that hey, hey your first two opponents? going to face a similar type of offense yeah there's there's definitely some advantages to playing them back to back and and uh, staying kind of tuned up in the option defense or whatever you got planned but there's uh, disadvantages too because they're going to be able to see what's uh what's on film and and uh you know try to attack us that way and it's going to end up being a, a chess match that way as far as just us trying to keep schemes fresh but keep guys uh, uh assignment sound and so definitely advantages and disadvantages to having them back to back and I also wanted to ask you, in terms of a guy like Kyrus Tong, uh, this will be the first time he said he's ever faced an option. Hey, coach. And you ready for questions? We've been going. Sorry, what was that? Go ahead, Jake, again. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, Lisa, uh, in terms of a guy like Kairos Tonga, he's going to face an option attack, he said, for the first time in his life. In terms of his ability to, I guess, face cut blocks, double teams that he'll see against that, how are you helping him and the other defensive linemen prepare? A lot of, a lot of technical work goes into it. Um, you know, every, every uh, scheme has its, has its challenges and, um, you know, a lot of different individual work that we go, that goes into just technical work, but it's all really just uh, technical work. You know, there's a, you don't, you, you're always working on cut blocks. They exist in other schemes, but um, you know, obviously option block schemes are a little bit different. And so you're, you're going to be working on the specifics of that and, and probably uh, more, more cuts than you normally would in, in regular weeks. All right, let's go with Mitch and then Jared. Hey, Elisa. Um, I'm curious, you know, Navy's starting quarterback is a senior who's only played in four games in his career. What challenges maybe come with preparing for a QB that's had, had such a small body of work over an extended period of time? Obviously not being able to see uh, film on him, um, just having limited limited film to, to be able to judge him. But, I mean, a guy that has been in the system that long and, and running it, you're uh, especially a guy that's earned the trust of the team and the head coach and the office staff to run it, is obviously uh, going to be a good player and knows what he's doing and he's going to run the system well. And so, um, you know, there's going to be challenges that way with not, not having film. But we're definitely expecting him to be a good player and, and uh, op- operate uh, within his system the way that they're coaching him to do. And, you know, they've, they've obviously got some other quarterbacks that have some time as well. But because he's earned the trust of the team and, and earned that spot, you know, definitely know that he's going to bring a lot to the table. And you work with the, the kick return team. I'm curious, you know, what did you like about Caleb Christensen and Jackson McChesney to put them in, in that spot at a kick returner? You know, both uh, obviously the uh, one of the things that you want is to make sure that those guys can catch, and you know, obviously they check that that uh, box. But um, both low center gravity, um, you know, uh, good hips guys, and guys that are um, do a really good job have, has done done a good job in the past in high school as well as just as they shown in camp. And so, um, you know, tr- trust to get those guys going as well as a couple of others that uh, may end up getting a look as well in the middle of the game. Uh, Jared, Coach, I, I wanted to follow up something that Jay asked you about just as far as, you know, Kalani said that, you know, having so many different names for different positions on the depth chart was, you know, kind of reflective of the different hybrid roles. And the BYU defense has used players like the Fred Warners and the Zane Andersons and Chaz and different guys in hybrid roles for a long time. How do you see that evolution having, you know, kind of changed, you know, or, or even grown over the last, uh, you know, over the last couple of years as, you know, the linebacker safety, you know, those, those roles are kind of evolved. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, Galani's probably explained a lot of it uh, to you guys, but uh you know, they're different, different, uh, different offensive schemes require just, uh, you know, different types of people to, to stop them as well as being able to find a way to get all the best players on the field. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's a kind of a good challenge to have when you're talking about having a lot of these different hybrid guys being on the field. And so that's, that's been, a, it's been a challenge to try to get them on the field, but also just a blessing to have them, that, that many good players.